This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL versus NL. I can't shout over you. I'll tell you why. I separate this traitor. Are you a Maoist sir? Let's make debates great again. NL versus NL. Hello and welcome to another episode of NL versus NL. I'm Snigdha and joining me today is Aditya. Hi Aditya. Hello, hello. And today we're going to discuss is veganism the better choice? I am against the argument and Aditya thinks vegan is the way to go. Yes, I do agree with veganism being the better choice. I see. Shall we begin? Yes, we can. So I'll go first. Yes. So I'm folding up my sleeves now Aditya. Get sure. ready. Sure. No, <laughs> you know the timer has already started. All right. So You know, once Anthony Bourdain, he called vegans Hezbollah-like terrorists. But today I won't go that far. I'll spare you. So uh, my main argument is uh, that humans have been eating meat for over millions of years, right? And it is the most important factor that has led to our development as the most dominant species on Earth. I mean, as primates with the largest brain and the smallest digestive tract, I think we're at the top. of the food chain because we are a meat eating species because of our meat eating diet you cannot deny that and uh, you know instead of uh, being seduced by veganism which i think just uh, makes people feel better about themselves because of the whole moral high ground that they take i, I think uh, eating more products from you know soy and maize and gr- other grains which are industrially grown we should be encouraging sustainable forms of meat and dairy production instead you know which are based on traditional forms of rotational systems of farming you know permanent pasture and conservation grazing those kind of things right and uh, also the most important thing is like we have to question the ethics that uh, you know is driving up the demand for crops uh, that require so many fertilizers fungicides pesticides herbicides you're doing that that is okay but at the same time you're de- demonizing you know sustainable forms of farming uh, which can which has proven to have uh, restorative e- effects on soil and biodiversity just to clarify uh, i am a meat eater i love eating meat i love pork but i do think that uh, veganism is the future it is the better choice for sustainability for uh, ecological reasons uh, my idea of vegan I mean, not my idea, but rather veganism is usually divided into dietary, which is restricted to food, and ethical, which is restricted to, which is beyond food, and you know translates to lifestyle and all that. But for this podcast, I I want to stick to dietary veganism. Uh, my arguments for uh, veganism is on two grounds. One is moral, where we talk about this sense of superiority that comes from you know arbitrary assumptions of. uh you know uh, what a food chain is and you know again arbitrary assumptions of what animals experience uh, what constitutes as moral worth between a human being and any other animal uh then i have a scientific argument which is uh, which highlights on the fact that the meat industry or the livestock industry is killing the environment while making huge profits to lobby governments to maintain the status quo scientific advancements have been uh, uh, made to make it easier to create lab grown meat and you know to an extent where you can create flour f l o u r from water it has been proven in helsinki that you can create flour from water people have eaten uh, pancakes from that flour and it tastes just like anything else 
so there is no need that you know we need to put millions of animals billions of animals into pens and fatten them up and uh, forcefully impregnate them to create meat for just us our consumption which seems very trivial but it it really is affecting not only the environment but also it's just creating unnecessary harm for a, you know billions of animals and just upsetting the natural food chain that you know you spoke about all right aditya you're talking about food chain how do you explain uh, not eating animals i mean how, how is it not going to affect the food food chain like you know obviously the population of animals is going to increase like take for example cows if you stop eating cows then their numbers are going to increase and that obviously is going to have an effect they they'll be farting more <laughs> there'll be more methane in the environment that just doesn't make sense i mean and also another thing very important is that you know eating meat as a like you know as a meat eating person there's a certain sensory pleasure involved in it you know and you how can you deprive me of it and if it was that bad then what is this whole thing about vegan meat you know i see double standards there and it's so popular and vegan meat is made from again industrially grown soy maize wheat and uh, i mean i'm sure you know how large scale farming of these uh, grains is also harming the environment just to interject the idea that if you stop eating cows their numbers will increase is not proven at all in fact livestock farming is the reason why cows have reached the numbers that they have just to give you some numbers right now we have 23 billion chickens 1.5 billion cattle 1 billion pigs and sheep each imagine the amount of mouths to feed those animals and for that we have taken 83% of farmland just for them across the earth we have taken 26% of earth's total land area to cultivate that you know that much amount of food 27% of fresh water consumption for just just for them and right because of that 15% of greenhouse gas emissions is, is what they create is what they're responsible for so if we do stop eating meat the 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 each each animal's ecosystem will sort of reset back to its natural phase we won't be forcefully impregnating impregnating them and that vicious cycle of you know you force them to uh, have kids take their kids away and then use them uh, as much as you want them to uh, and then you know just kill them for meat so this whole vicious cycle of making as many numbers of animals as you want just so you can create make more profits uh, that the livestock industry has that itself is increasing the number of animals and then you say i'd like to interject as i said in my opening statement i'm not at all for industrial meat production okay i completely understand how animals are treated badly and you know forcefully impregnated you know and obviously the rising numbers which is obviously again a, you know affecting the environment badly but what i'm talking what my argument is instead of telling people to stop eating meat completely you know we should be focusing more on sustainable farming of uh, sustainable meat production just to digest um there is no sustainable way to eat meat for 7 billion people you look at any other uh, you, when you when people talk about organic chicken that organic chicken in itself uh, is not uh, proven to be unhealthy for the chicken themselves and there's so much of land area that's 
it's it takes even more land area to uh, to you know cultivate uh, and grow organic, organic chicken because they need a little more space at least so it's not scientific uh, or e ecologically sensible to create organic chicken for 7 billion people it would be even worse uh, aditya 7 billion people are not eating chicken first of all okay and uh, the what you said about uh, it uh, organically uh, grown chicken or whatever is is not true because there are so many examples like for uh, like i was reading about this woman who uh, basically turned this barren land like almost uh, 1400 hectares in west sussex in england and uh, she uh, uh, she basically con uh, converted it into a cattle farm right and uh, she let the uh, local trees and plants and all of that grow and there were so many wild animals that started coming there you know and uh, it i mean there's no proof that it's actually harmful so i don't agree with you there okay fair enough also i'd like to touch upon the 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 in your opening statement you said that humans have been eating since billions of years yes um uh, ever since civilization started ever since we started um, uh, you know uh, creating farms and agriculture came into we have been eating more grains than than meat uh, just so you know and eating meat before that was a uh, a a matter of survival rather than you know rather than it being like a want or a desire which it has become now and it they haven't been eating uh, meat since thousands of years you look at in greek warriors and gladiators they never ate that much meat they ate more grains aditya i mean your uh, whole point is lost because you and that's exactly my argument that i'm trying to make that sustainable meat production and sustainable eating also like i'm not saying eat meat every day like of course we have to reduce our consumption of meat there's no like or doubt about that you know i'm all for it okay so sustainable when you're talking about sustainable meat and then you talk and then you brought up the point of you know depriving your taste buds there is a there's a great uh, moral argument here it's about what value you attach to an animal uh, and what value you attach to your taste buds right do you value the animal uh, less than you value your taste buds we are not in a life or death situation if you can sacrifice your taste buds for the good of the environment then why not and and just just so uh, we are talking on the topic of sustainable meat production hydroponic farming has uh, uh, picked up if we can create lab meat you look at beyond meat you look at impossible uh, the impossible burger that uh, burger king is, has come up with with you know vegan meat and all that if it can be taken to large scale production then why not adopt that rather than you know making sure that we are eating a live animal which doesn't make sense if it's just about taste then why don't we just why don't we eat artificial meat that tastes exactly like that but also is the same amount of nutrients that we would get from any other meat okay first of all what you said about you know giving my taste buds more importance uh, over an animal's life let me tell you that even plants are known to communicate like if you're talking about consciousness and all of that like even trees there are so many studies that have found that you know plants and trees they communicate with each other and they help each other out so even they're conscious so you should stop eating plants also that doesn't make any sense and also uh, the second thing that you're saying about lab uh, lab grown meat i how much do you know about lab grown meat like anyway like, the world is suffering from you know why do you see so many cases of cancer now like 
that's because uh, you know we are ingesting way more chemicals uh, like without even knowing from where it's coming from because of all the packaged food that we consumed all the processed food that we consume so i'm not very comfortable with eating like lab grown meat not many people will be i'm sure okay so so you uh, talked about you know uh, chemicals and all that do you know that at least in the us 80% of antibiotics go into the food that are um, uh, fed to uh, livestock and that antibiotics go into their blood streams and then we we eat that meat that antibiotic resistance tran- uh, transfers to us which is horrible for the future for our you know well being especially in today's circumstance when covid-19 is out and about in the world so it is precisely because of livestock trade okay see for i'm not arguing with you over that like i'm like i said i'm all for sustainable meat uh, production but that doesn't mean like you know just because all of this is happening that doesn't mean the solution is not stopping to eat meat the solution is to look for more sustainable ways like and since you're talking about uh, you know you're giving me stats let me also tell you there's a 2015 un uh, report uh, food and agriculture organization report that says that globally 25 to 40 billion tons of topsoil are lost annually to erosion thanks to plowing and intensive cropping so i remember in, in the beginning of the argument you said that you know we are at the top of the food chain for a reason well we are at the top of the food chain in our own homes in our cities if we go into the wild we won't be at the top of our food chain any lion a hyena anything anyone anything comes up we won't be able to defend ourselves because we are weak in front of them so your argument of uh, us being top of the food chain is uh, redundant we are a cycle uh, the food chain is a cycle it's not a pyramid um and just to give you a little more stats we kill 74 billion animals a year which means every one and a half years we kill more animals than all human beings that have ever lived in the past 200000 years of our existence and according to research if you want to talk about sustainability if we uh, ate what we feed to animals we could feed an additional 3.5 billion people now let that sink in if you if you wanted to talk about sustainable uh, agri- uh, farming and sustainable food this there's nothing more sustainable than this if we didn't uh, industrialize uh, uh, meat which it inevitably will be no matter how sustainable you want to make it it is an industry there is a market out there you can't stop it from being industrialized we'll have to create food for those animals which could have been used to feed hungry children that across the world you look at india you look at africa you look at south america we are dying from starvation and even if you bring you know arguments about hey listen there are some communities of meat uh, eating is an inevitability i agree you go to high altitudes you go to deserts there meat eating is an uh, is a necessity and i think it shouldn't we shouldn't deprive them of that right because that is a matter of survival but for majority of human beings it's not it's it's a matter of convenience and it's a matter of uh, and Uh, sort of entitlement that we have you know hey listen we are better than animals let's just eat them because we don't really we like uh, our uh, steak um, uh, we like it medium rare and you know my taste buds uh, are far more uh, important because i don't really you know care about uh, animals I, i don't want to it's not about it's not an emotional argument here but rather a more philosophical one i'm not saying ki you look at Um, a cow crying when uh, her calf is being uh, slaughtered and then convert but 
you understand what you're attaching some moral worth to. You're attaching worth to your taste buds over life. And that itself is something that is the fallacy of the human nature. You're talking about the fallacy of the human nature, Aditya. Then what about all these vegans who, like I pointed out before, what what is with this vegan meat? There's obviously people like it. People like the taste of meat. That's why they're making vegan meat. And if you're trying, if you're telling me that lab produced, uh, lab grown meat is the answer, then what about the once it uh, once uh, you start producing it in uh, huge quantities? Obviously, there will be an industry attached to it, and obviously there will be environmental repercussions of that. You know. And uh, did you know that the carbon co- cost of plowing, you know, is Uh, is not even considered, you know, ever since the Industrial Revolution, according to this report uh, in the Science Journal of Nature in 2017, up to 70% of the carbon in our cultivated soils has been lost to the atmosphere. Okay, so unless, you know, you're sourcing your vegan products from organic nodic systems, you know, you are participating in the destruction of uh, soil, you are promoting a system that deprives other species, including including like mammals, birds, reptiles, of, uh, you know, their conditions for life, and you are contributing to climate change. And uh, like, for example, in uh, Mexico, you know, uh, thanks to veganism, there's this new food trend uh, related to avocados. Did you know how much... uh, uh, destruction this avocado plantation is costing uh, like uh, is costing like basically in Mexico where they are uh, growing avocado in huge numbers uh, avocado trees by the way grow in the same altitude and weather conditions as pine trees so basically they're destroying entire uh, stretches of pine forests just for uh, to meet these vegans uh, needs to you know have avocado and um, and also, like, you know, I would like to say there is no question that we all should be eating far less meat, okay? And uh, and we need to end high carbon polluting, you know, unethical intensive farming, you know, industrial far- industrial forms of meat production, you know. Uh, but uh, if your concerns as a vegan are the environment and animal wen- welfare and your own health, then it's you cannot pretend that all... All of that is met simply by giving up meat and dairy. Yeah, and all, uh, sorry, and my last argument in the Indian context, veganism is a matter of privilege and specifically caste privilege. You know, in India, to be a vegan, you need to be rich. You cannot afford a vegan lifestyle in, unless, you know, you belong to a richer family. I mean, I it, has, it has a lot to do with caste. Like, I agree. Yeah, and you cannot deprive. And who are you to say that, you know, there's so many tribes and communities who, uh, who, who like, meat is a part of their culture. Who are you to say that it's, it's wrong? That's my final argument. Okay. Wow, guys. Amazing. I don't know. I think I'm giving up food now in general. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, what was how was your experience debating on this animals? This is fun. Nice. This nice. is fun, yeah. And uh, like we like the introduction round was excellent. Uh, you like basically were just trying to one up each other, which was excellent. Also, you also you know one more line I wanted to add that Aditya, since you said, uh, Parikshit, please add this if you can. Like while I did, 
Aditya, like you know, you're saying that you're a meat-eating uh, person, but you promote veganism. That's like you know, saying that you're a part-time alcoholic. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> to the listeners, to the listeners, I'd like to say that Snigdha ka jo request hai, wo kabi fulfill nahi hoga because this is an unedited podcast, guys, and this oh, entire damn. conversation between the three oh, of us will also go in. <laughs> Brilliant. All right then. Harikshit, what do you think uh, about this debate? <sighs> okay, so I colossally I said this in between. Like I colossally disagree with Aditya. Like like I am like. completely against veganism because it's actually a privilege exactly uh, and there are several arguments maybe when i debate i bring them forward. yeah I, i'm actually but, surprisingly now leaning towards that i never thought i would like you know but the kind of figures he brought out are just like a little mind blowing like the animal figure about how you know it's like just uh, every 3 years you said like one and a half one and a half years one, one and a half, half years we are killing as many animals as they ever existed or what as but, human as many humans have existed across, uh, uh, over the past 200000 years but that's it that's that's insane it is possible yeah it is possible where, where are you getting these numbers man yeah 74 we kill 74 okay just so just so you know in chicken farms around the world they kill baby male they kill most of the baby male yeah yeah i know ha huh, they do so yeah. we kill 74 billion animals a year which means every one and a half years We kill more animals than all the humans that have ever lived in the past two hundred thousand years. That seems. Hmm. Okay, yeah. But uh, but Meghna, if you're leaning towards Aditya, I mean, the solution. I mean, you're leaning towards him just because of these numbers, right? But the solution is not stopping okay, okay, to okay, eat just, meat. Okay. No, but like, okay. When you when guys, you said that, when you. प्लीज Uh, please tweet to us. Please, uh, like, rail on us. Please tweet to Snigdha and yes. tweet to Aditya and tell them who you agree with and what points they agree. Yes, with. Uh, we'll provide them under the link and also use the hashtag NL versus NL. Yes, that'll please make it all. That. That'll make it easier. Please do But that. Most importantly, don't forget to subscribe and pay to keep news free. Yes, subscribe, pay to keep news free because that is the only way to become a part of NL versus NL. And now we are starting subscriber rounds, which means that two random people from around the world will be just matched and told that like they are matched right before we. <laughs> so I'm really excited to see what happens. Uh, there might be a news laundry person. There might not be a news laundry person with them. So look forward to that in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.